I wanted to add a quick pre-roll to all episodes to tell you about a live in-person event I am running on Friday the 28th of June in Barnes, Southwest London. It's called Dare Greatly in the Coaching Arena. Together we will get hyper-focused on your most effective two to three personal strategies to propel your business forward. You will stop overanalyzing and second-guessing when you meet your new business besties to brainstorm, support, and problem-solve with. You will leave having outlined your vision and strategy with a newfound sense of connection and focus. I haven't gone into detail as to exactly what we're going to cover on the day yet, so I have opened up a waitlist to ask for the greatest themes coming up right now, and then I will build the event around that. So you can join the waitlist. The link is in the show notes just for the next week or so. There is a special offer of £97 for the full day, including lunch and everything, only for those on the waitlist. So if you are interested in hearing more with no commitment at all at this stage until I fully confirm the agenda, then do sign up for the waitlist this week. You will find the link in the show notes to the waitlist and sign up now. I don't do live events often and I can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I'm on a mission to help brilliant coaches build brilliant coaching businesses. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Hello, welcome to episode 20 of Women in the Coaching Arena. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Jo Lott, and today we are going to talk about something close to my heart. It's close to my heart because it's something that I really struggle with because, as you may know as an entrepreneur, it is all-consuming and when something means so much to you and pretty much depends on you, then it is really hard to switch off. So I'm recording today's episode on boundaries as much for me as well as you. So something really interesting happened this week and I was taking on a new client and they completed their onboarding form and they said something really poignant, which literally hit the nail on the head for how most people in this space feel, which is, I would love to feel like I'm not looking for the next client while I'm so busy serving my current clients. And I think that is a really good point. And sometimes you may not be busy serving clients, but you will be busy, I guarantee you. And even if you are busy signing clients, there is always that tendency to think, when's the next one coming? So if you feel like that, this episode today will really help you. So we live in a world that often glorifies the idea of being constantly available and needing to reply to WhatsApps and messages instantly and say yes to everything. And as a result, you might find yourself overwhelmed, exhausted, stretched too thin personally and professionally. And especially at the start of their business, the first two years particularly are really intensive and will require quite a lot of hustle energy, whether we like it or not. There is a lot to learn when you first start out and there is a lot to do in terms of building up your credibility, building up your network and your audience, 
doing the basics like what are you offering, doing your website, all of those things really do take a toll when you first start. So if you are in that place right now, know that it's completely normal and you are not alone. But I do know that setting boundaries is not selfish and it's essential for your well-being and the growth of both you and your business because burnout is the biggest threat to entrepreneurs. So let's start by defining what boundaries are. Boundaries are the invisible lines that we kind of draw around ourselves to protect our physical, emotional and mental well-being. They define what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in our relationships, work and personal life. And setting those boundaries allows you to honour your own needs, values, priorities and helps you to make choices that align with what you truly want versus being in that place where you react and say yes before you have even realised that you've said it. One area in business where you may want to think about setting boundaries is whether you want to have set times for your work, like we've kind of been brought up to believe the nine to five is the way to go, or whether you are happy with a more flexible approach. So that is something that takes a lot of thinking about when you first start and it's easy to create another job for yourself and that may not be what really suits you. I would never say it's not okay to work in the evenings. You know, to be honest, I wouldn't have a business if I didn't work in the evenings when I first started out because I had two days of childcare and so, yeah, it needed a lot of work. And that was what I was prepared to do when I first started out because I wanted this to work. But now in my life, I am no longer in that place. I would never do evening calls anymore. I wouldn't work on my holidays anymore. I absolutely love my weekends. Yes, I might sneak off occasionally and record my podcast because it's my favorite thing to do and I really enjoy it. And it's kind of like just talking to a friend. But I do have a lot clearer boundaries than I used to. The same goes with my clients. I used to have Voxer access, which is basically when people can message you all the time. But I found I just couldn't ignore the message. If something came in on a Sunday morning, I would then reply at like 7am on a Sunday morning. And I found it really hard to switch off. So I don't include box access anymore in my programs. So have a think about what you might want as a good balance for you and what you might need to say no to, to really focus on what matters to you and your priorities right now. And if you are a people pleaser like I am, or I am trying to recover from, you may be thinking, but how do I set boundaries without feeling guilty or hurting others by saying no? It's a really valid concern. And, and especially as a woman, I think, again, that comes up more often. We are expected to be that caring type and we can be thought of as a B word if we are clear and boundaried. What I think helps in these occasions is to think of setting boundaries as an act of self-love and not selfishness. It's actually respecting yourself, honoring your needs, which ultimately will benefit everyone around you. I've talked a few times about my 
daily yoga practice that I sneak off and do. And I felt really bad about this when I first started. But it really does help my family as well as me. So it is something that I am very boundaried about and I will make a priority because I know it's really important. So here are a few steps to help you to start setting boundaries in a healthy and compassionate way. So step one, reflect on your needs and values. Take some time to think about your core needs and values right now. What do you need to feel fulfilled right now? and recognize those non-negotiables and prioritize them. Like I said, sometimes things will need to shift depending on what your priorities are. Like I mentioned, my priority at the start was build a business and that does require a lot of time and a lot of energy. So sadly, I couldn't say I'm only going to do this between 10 and 2 when my son's at nursery because it is going to genuinely take more than eight hours a week to build my business. So that's why that priority needed to be clear in my mind to be able to create an effective boundary. Step two, communicate clearly and kindly. I practice this with my coach a lot, being clear, assertive and kind in your communication. I find it really hard to be direct and dress it up with a lot of niceties sometimes. So I am practicing expressing my needs and limits without apologizing. And so again, if you are a woman, you probably notice that tendency of saying, I'm really sorry, but if someone is asking for something that you aren't prepared to do, maybe we don't need to apologize. Maybe we just need to say, that's not a priority for me right now. Remembering that you have the right to protect your own well-being. Step three is practice self-compassion. Setting boundaries might feel uncomfortable at first. I know it certainly does for me. Certain grounding exercises like putting your hands on your heart, hugging yourself, doing EFT. If you haven't tried it already, I would recommend um, looking it up on YouTube, Emotional Freedom Technique. And you can put in EFT for any sort of feeling you may be having. So EFT for anxiety, for example, and you will find short three to five minute practices that you can do to really bring you back to your center. It really does help taking that time out and you will then feel more able to enforce that boundary. Step four is be consistent. Consistency is key when setting boundaries. If you have kids, you will know all about this. What is and isn't acceptable? Like, for example, we have stopped the kids playing on electronic devices in the school week. And it's really helped because I think before, sometimes if I was working, I'd let them go on it. And then other times I wouldn't. And so it really just didn't work. And now just reflecting on it, they haven't asked me in months because obviously now we have a clear boundary in place and they know the rules. So the same goes for us. Set your limits and don't waver. This consistency will help others to understand and respect your boundaries. Step five is to respect others' boundaries. So as we start to set and maintain our own boundaries, remember to acknowledge and respect others as well. We have no idea what is going on in people's lives. Someone was pressing me to have a call recently. There was just no time. I haven't spoken to my mother in a month. And I just thought, well, like if I've got one half an hour in my day, I, I can't prioritize this call when I don't know the purpose of the call or anything about it. 
And before you think, oh my goodness, I'm just no good at this boundaries thing, just know that it is an ongoing process, as is life of self-discovery and growth. As you practice it, you will get better. I'm on a mastermind at the moment and one of the people is brilliant at setting boundaries and we had an in-person day last week and she gave a talk and she is just so good. There is no email on her phone. There's no social media apps. She never, ever checks her email on holidays or on weekends. It was a real inspiration of how you can get to that place where You are really utilizing your time and maximizing your efforts. Let's talk about how setting boundaries can make a huge difference in your life. So what's in it for you is reclaiming control over your life, eliminating unnecessary stress and distractions, having newfound clarity and focus to pursue your goals with renewed energy. It also enables you to have a stronger sense of self-worth because you are sending a really core message to you that you are important. So there are so many reasons why drawing up your boundaries today can make a big difference in your life and your business. As your business grows, I am sure like I have, you will become more intentional about how you spend your time and your energy and choose activities and relationships that nourish you and help you to feel really good. The steps that we covered to begin setting healthy boundaries were step one, reflect on your needs and values. Step two, communicate clearly and kindly. Step three, practice self-compassion. Step four, be consistent. And step five, respect others' boundaries. It's never too late to start. It's an ongoing practice, something I work on continuously in my business. And there is growth. So do celebrate every win. So you really notice the difference that this is making in your life. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you found it helpful, I would greatly appreciate if you could review and rate the podcast. It makes such a difference. And like I say at the end of every episode, Trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. Please come and say hi to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and let me know how you are getting on in your coaching business and how you're going to go for your dreams this year. My name on LinkedIn is Joanna Lott and handle on Instagram is at Joanna Lott Coaching. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Thank you so much for listening. Speak soon.